Hi, this is Michael. Once again, doodling at the piano in this quarantine season with you, um, encouraging you in your walk, in your journey, in your quest as a superhero. A lot of superheroes never really see that they are, but they are. And you may look normal, but you are abnormal. And you may feel natural, but you're actually supernatural. And you may think that you alone are walking through your life, but in fact, you are indeed possessed by God himself. We are God-possessed. That means that the Holy Spirit lives inside of us. And the Bible says that we are marked with a seal as a deposit guaranteeing what is to come. God has given us so much and we just miss it. I just had my birthday. Happy birthday to me. I'm 48 years old. It came time to blow out the candles. And of course, I knew the kids are going to ask me like, what do you wish for? And I just said, guys, you want to know something like whatever I wish for is not enough and I've already got it. That's how awesome my future is. And while I know that I have Christ now, it's just a, I, I have a veiled understanding and experience. But whatever my great, whatever I could dream up is, is just paltry compared to what I've already, what I've been given. Now, isn't that incredible? So give me the candles. I'll tell you what my wish is and I can tell you that it's coming true. <laughs> so plenty to celebrate today. What am I going to talk to you about today? Well, remember, this podcast is all about encouraging you and and to cry out, challenging you to cry out for God to do something new, to give a brand new day. I don't care if you're old or young. Lord, do something new in my life. Do something fresh and use me. But not just me, your people, because this world is going to hell in a handbasket and it is our mission to join and come alongside with God and joyfully bringing the world to an understanding of the love that saves, the love of God. It's just awesome. And um, I'm super excited to belong to God. I really don't care. I know there's suffering. We have anxieties and there's various levels and there's various challenges, but they really are, as the Bible says, light and momentary troubles. And our future is just, spectacular and I just can't wait and it's it's not like it's far away it's just a date that's been set and it's not far away so praise the Lord Lord God today we just come to you and ask that you would encourage your people and help us to totally um, find our way in fresh ways with you bless everyone who hears these words may they come from you And may you inspire your people um, into a new era. We know, God, that ultimately um, it is you and you alone who can bring a new day um, into our lives and into our world. We need you, Lord, more than ever before. We need you, Lord. We need you. So bless us today and in the days to come. Give us hope and optimism, Lord. We say no to to pride, a critical spirit, and a sense that things aren't possible, that you're not willing or you're not able or you don't care. Like, Lord, un, un, expose and, and remove such folly and such lies and uh, bring us into your truth. 
draw us to the truth of your word and all the promises that you've said. Promises that say things like, with you all things are possible. Promises that say that if you are for us, who can be against us? Promises that say that we are indeed a, a city on a hill, a light, and and promises that say that we are indeed uh, bought with the blood of God himself and promises that say that nothing can separate us from the love of Christ. And so keep us close, Lord, and let your truth just germinate inside of us, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hey, I want to tell you a story. So it's a fun one. I hope you enjoy it. When I was a boy... I was about first or second grade, and I went to the store with my mommy, frugal mommy that I love to this day, and she was probably buying something for herself, but it was a Christian bookstore, and in the center of the store was a big old table, and it had the sign, clearance. I still remember this table, and my mom uh, or I, one of us, identified this Bible And it was a brown, beautiful brown leather Bible, you know, the kind that smells all wonderful and it it has the golden pages and it has all this stuff and everything about the Bible was perfect except it had a couple of little like splotches, dots, like faded parts of the gold rimmed pages. And when you opened up the Bible, it said, uh, (laughs) had a big stamp and said, irregular. My mom bought me that Bible, and to this day, it's still my life Bible. And the pages are definitely not golden. In fact, a few years ago, she bought uh, a new cover. She paid for me to have it rebound. But I'm 48 years old now, and that Bible is probably, um, I can't think of any other possession that I've had that long. And it hasn't always been easy. There have been times, I remember when I was in high school, I was a complete uh, jerk, frankly. I was a total prodigal, hard as stone. And I remember very clearly being in my room, laying on my bed and looking over at my bookshelf and seeing that Bible and not really doing anything, but I definitely had that sense. I really mean this. I had this sense like, well, that Bible is still there. And I know there's something there that I still need even though I'm blowing it off. Well, eventually God got a hold of my life and I started studying his word and reading it and marking it up. I got out the pen. It's really not bad to write in a Bible. And I started writing and taking notes and I made my own concordance and about different topics and, you know, a topic about this, all the verses I would mark up. I'd, oh, if there's a prayer, I'd put it in orange and I did the color coding and I would record when I read a book. And it's just, and now I look back and I can see literally thoughts that I had from 1990 and, and, you know, crazy. It's just such a, and even though we're in a digital world, there's something friend really, and I'm a digital guy, but there's something very powerful about having paper and a pen or pencil in your hand interfacing with God's word. And you know, um, if you were to go online, you would find that, yes, indeed, it's a proven fact that we learn better with a pencil in hand. And so anyway, um, I'm not pushing that on you, but I am encouraging you to consider it's never too late to just go old school, 
get a Bible, love it and live with it and take your notes and just take it everywhere. There's something beautiful. When you have your Bible, you don't have any alerts coming up. You don't have any email buzzers. You don't have any temptation to watch some video or, you know, all those things. It's just, it's just a faithful, faithful book that's full of power and can help you focus. So why am I telling you all about the Bible? Because sometimes it's boring. You know that sometimes when we go through life, it's really hard to take in guys. We may have a hard heart. We may be distracted. We may be depressed. We may be just feeling blue and blah. And the whole idea of seeking God or reading his word can be so difficult. And it's good to be honest because let's face it, God knows. And there's great power when we can walk in truth and honesty with the one that knows us, knows the depths of our heart and loves us the same. So I want to share with you a very practical thing that you can do when you're feeling like God's word is boring um, or hard to read or hard to take in. I like to take his word and restate it in my own words. So I don't change the meaning, but I like to say, what is this actually saying? And if I was writing this out, how would I articulate these truths? So here's a sample for you to listen to. And one last little bonus uh, resource I want to point you to, John Piper, The Supremacy of Christ. Um, John Piper, The Supremacy of Christ, a YouTube video. And toward the end, he will also encourage you in the word of God. So enjoy this song. Uh, enjoy the video, The Supremacy of Christ. And may God continue to renew you and raise you up for great things while he has you in this world. God bless you. 1 Peter, chapter 1. Praise God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is by His mercy that we've been born again because He raised Jesus from the dead. And now, we live with great expectation. We have a priceless inheritance. And our inheritance is kept in heaven, pure and beyond the reach of loss or decay. And through your faith, God is protecting you by his power until you receive the salvation which is waiting and at the ready to be revealed on the last day for all to see. So be truly glad there's wonderful joy ahead. And even though you must endure many trials for a little while, these trials will show that your faith is pure and genuine. Your faith is being tested, just like fire tests and purifies gold. But here's the thing. Your faith is far more precious than mere gold. So when your faith remains strong through these many trials, know that it'll bring much praise and glory and honor 
on the day when Jesus is revealed to the whole world. For you love him, even though you've never seen him. And though you don't see him now, you trust him. And you can celebrate deeply in your heart with a glorious and inexpressible joy. The reward for trusting him will be the salvation of your souls. Now this salvation was something even the ancient prophets wanted to know more about when they spoke about this gracious salvation prepared for you. They still wondered what time or situation the Spirit of Christ within them was talking about when he told them in advance about Christ's suffering and his great glory afterward. They were told that their messages weren't really for themselves, but for And now this good news has been announced to you by those who preached in the power of the Holy Spirit sent from heaven. It is all so wonderful that even the angels are eagerly watching these things 